Hello, and welcome to Sketch in Review 2022. <laughs> uh, the week, uh, the SNL uh, recap slash review show uh, brought to you by me and Connor. We ain't oh. got sponsors yet, but if someone <laughs> wants to sponsor us, we'd love it. Yeah, I was going to find out uh, far too late that we got sponsored. <laughs> That would have been wild, right? Like I saved it till I saved it till right now to let you know that HelloFresh or someone <laughs> decided to absolutely flush their money down the toilet. <laughs> We've got over five people listening to this podcast. Listen, that's a solid five people, though. Eh, no, I'd say it's a very shaky five. Oh, <laughs> to be honest with you. Anyway, this is the episode for uh, Ariana DeBose and uh, musical guest Bleachers. So, uh, let's just jump right in for the cold open. Uh, it starts with uh, a message from Joe Biden, played by James Austin Johnson, in which uh, he has a very, very specific plan to uh, beat COVID. It's real simple. Just stop seeing Spider-Man. <laughs> Listen, he makes a very good case for it. It's a very, like, it's it's a great bit. It's 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 like kind of a non sequitur, but you kind of get the point. And also, just he he manages to deliver it very well as as Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. He does he does he does crazy confused old man very well. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. So there's just a lot, uh, and then it cuts to a bunch of reporters asking questions, and they're like, "So you want us to stop seeing Spider Man?" And he's like, "Yes." Stop seeing Spider-Man. <laughs> Do you want us to stop going to the movies? Whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You can go to the movies, but stop <laughs> seeing Spider-Man. 100% of the American population has seen Spider-Man eight times, and everyone has COVID. <laughs> Listen, as someone who probably got COVID from going to the movies... <laughs> yeah, as someone that doesn't have, co- doesn't have COVID and hasn't seen Spider-Man... I mean, we're we're two for two on this. Mm-hmm. I think I got mine seeing West Side Story though. So, <laughs> uh. Uh, and then when I got COVID, I was like, I have to go see Spider Man. It was this weird <laughs> internal urge. <laughs> listen, uh, listen. SNL also decided to fucking slam House of Gucci for no reason in the middle in the middle of the sketch. I saw the first. I saw the first 30 minutes of House of Gucci. That's enough movie for anyone. <laughs> oh, I have not heard good things about that film. So I have a... <laughs> much like much like other uh, every single uh, news event uh, that is mentioned in this episode of SNL. I'm just not I'm not I'm, I'm very much not in touch with the world right now. <laughs> If you've got questions about Subnautica, I think I can help you out. Oh, um, is it good? Because I played really, for, really. I good. played for like ten minutes and I couldn't get into it. That's fair. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll talk about video games on our video game podcast <laughs> when that comes out. Never. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, but oh yes, and then uh, after after enough of that, um, it's revealed that there is a uh, multiverse, um, and we're in the bad timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, our our universe was created as a joke 
to see what would happen if the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. Um, none of it was good. Uh, Pete Davidson, of course, plays uh, Cool Biden um, <laughs> from this other universe. Uh, and he says, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden asks if anything is okay about this universe. And uh, Pete Davidson, as Joe Biden says, there is one man who is better off in this universe, a man named Pete Davidson. Yours might be a bit more fun for him. <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's so on the nose and perfect. And then my other favorite part was the solid diss on Biden, where he's like, am I president in the good universe? It's like, <laughs> no. Why'd you think you'd lose four times and then get it at 78? <laughs> uh, it was, it was chock full of great jokes and fun performances. Um, it went on very long. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like the only part that I didn't enjoy of the entire cold open was the like last half of the middle part of the sketch where they're like, okay, so what about uh, inflation? Spider-Man. And he just turned into J. J Jonah Jameson for a little bit, where he just said Spider-Man <laughs> for everything. Yeah. And I was like, listen, listen, I could see it. I could see it if he went, have you seen the price of a movie ticket? <laughs> have you seen a price for a Spider-Man ticket today? <laughs> Wild. Like, That's, ooh, that like see, like, th- there are lines you can do to do, to do for it. Uh, there was a, like, they, like, the really good one was, uh, about World War Three on the brink because Russia is amassing troops on the Ukrainian border. That sounds like a job for Spider-Man. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, uh, it's like a lot of things tonight, um... This is weird. It's 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 a weird night. Maybe I'm just a weird... Maybe I'm feeling weird now. And no, it was... Regular. It was a weird... It was a weird night. Every... I don't think... There's probably like one or two sketches that nail it, and then everything else has at least one or two things glaringly wrong. Yeah, I think I think we might have disagreements on which ones nail it, though, because I don't know... I can't think of a single one that nails it. Uh, let's, uh, let's just go through. Yeah. Uh, so, so we get through the cold open, we get to the monologue. Listen, Connor, you're a monologue apologist, so let's tell sure. us what's good. Tell us what's good about this monologue. Uh, everything that's usually good about a monologue, um, uh, both people, uh, so I, I don't, well, the, the good thing is Kate McKinnon shows up. And she looks like she's having the fucking time of her life. Mm-hmm. And she's just going around and she's playing around. And and the host is just uh uh she she's having fun because she's being made to laugh by someone playing around with her. They're just they they do this and and they do a pretty good job with this like old timey uh Broadway like like lounge singer in between lines doing a little banter with each other. Uh uh oh I guess I should give the breakdown. Uh uh the the host what what's the host name again Ariana Debose Ariana Debose she uh, she does uh, she's uh, she was in West Side Story she and plays so, uh, she plays Anita yeah uh, which she plays is, Anita. which is uh, Maria's brother's girlfriend huh okay we uh, can get into but... a whole West Side Story thing. Uh, after, after we finished the monologue, because I, I went and, I went and saw it. That's where I got COVID. <laughs> you took uh, you took one for the team so that you could explain this episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, um, she goes on. She does the whole "I can't believe I'm on SNL" bit, um, and then uh, 
Kate McKinnon runs on, and then uh, she explains that this is her favorite musical and all that. Um, and then they start doing like a, a a medley of all of the songs from the from the uh, show. Uh, and so, yeah. So while they're going, the medley is fun. Um, it's fun to see these two people having fun and joking around and uh, doing good time. Uh, the doing doing good. Uh, that is good. There was a weird air of discomfort where I don't know if it was like they weren't properly selling the uh, um, we're friends joking with each other thing and they kind of just felt like they were actually annoying each other. And I don't know whether that was because they weren't selling the acting well or they were actually annoying each other. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, uh, there was a little disc and that's, that's, that pervades throughout the night. There's always something you can always tell where a not not even I don't there's an air of discomfort going through a lot of these sketches uh, that I'm, yeah. I'm not it's it's wild to me because Ariana DeBose is an amazing actor yes. she it's she, clear in the she stuff she's in crushes in West Side Story she's easily uh, the second best part after the actress who plays Maria but that's but that's just personal bias because she's a, a high school girl from Clifton New Jersey. That got picked out of like a thousand people, thousands of people auditioning. So it's just a wild story for that reason. That's crazy. That's crazy. Can you imagine your movie debut being West Side Story directed by Steven Spielberg? <laughs> wild. wild Any, anyway, so she's like, she's an amazing actress. I, listen, I wish that they had, instead of doing the medley for the monologue... They had done a sketch on West Side Story. Yeah, no, I I would have liked I would have done both. Like I I'm not I'm not listen. I'm not picky. I I really love West Side Story, so I'm 100 percent okay if they wanted to do just like oh let's just do West Side for the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, and if they just like trimmed a couple minutes off of some of the other shit on here, uh, or dumped at least one of the sketches like mm -hmm. you could have just done West. it's not like west side story isn't a fucking institution it's not like we're, we're not gonna... <laughs> what is sondheim gonna get upset <laughs> rest in peace steven sondheim big sad he's fine he's, he's dead fine. what do you mean he's fine <laughs> i'm saying he had a good run <laughs> He did, he did, he did have a good run. He's fine. He's not, nobody's crying over Sondheim. <laughs> we're, all, we're all really happy for him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I also, I also, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, hater on the, oh my God, it's so cool that I'm hosting SNL The Monologue. I know you are. I know you are. Because uh, it's just like, listen, I get it. SNL's an institution, and if I and if I got to host SNL, I would 100% say, oh my god, I can't believe I'm hosting <laughs> SNL, because I am part of the problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we move on to the first sketch of the night, uh, NBA on TNT. Oh boy. Where... What this is? This was the first. Is there a gas leak? Uh, <laughs> yeah, is, 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 is Thirty Rock okay? <laughs> I just like I I I can't. So I'm sorry. Open with the rundown. <laughs> uh, so the rundown rundown is we get uh, we get our classic uh, panel for 
uh, NBA on D&D, which has Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, and a uh, random bald white dude. Uh, I don't watch yeah. the NBA, so like that's my, that's the most sports knowledge I know. Uh, Charles yeah, Barkley historically has a gambling problem, <laughs> which we'll explain Jesus. a joke later. Uh, anyway, they say that uh, Shaq, who's also normally on it, got COVID, and so he can't be in. And so they bring in Yao Ming, which is Bowen Yang standing on a chair with a giant suit to go underneath the desk. So it looks like he's 90 feet tall. Yeah, like Yao Ming, famously really tall guy. That's it. He's just mm-hmm. he's just a really tall guy. Also he an NBA player, well so known. made sense. I mean, listen, Yao Ming's very well known. Oh, okay. It, it's, not, it's not as niche as you think. <laughs> Yao Ming is just, no, that's like, listen, one of, very tall basketball player. Uh, anyway, so they get Bowen Yang to play Yao Ming, uh, and they do, like, a fun voice changer on him <laughs> to give him that, yeah. like, drowned out kind of sound. And also the second, uh, <laughs> the second, uh, low voice gag of the night. Yeah. Because for some reason, for some reason gags need to come in twos now. I don't know why. In ah. different sketches. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway... So, so you get all the fun, like, wow, Yao Ming is real tall gags. And, but in order to keep the sketch moving forward, they decided to just do a real easy, like, idea of a sketch, which is what if just one of the teams was just complete amateurs? Yeah. Against professional athletes, and then they just get crushed. I'm assuming there was, like, a... There, there must have been a, a, a news story about, like, one entire team getting COVID or something. Sometime, like... I don't know if that's true, I'm just saying. The NBA, I know, has been, like, getting hit, but, like, every sports league has kind of been getting hit. Nah, I, I don't know then. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, the entire team uh, gets COVID and they can't show up, so it's, they needed to fill in people from the audience. Mm-hmm. And it is a very funny idea. It is not a five-minute sketch. No, that's like that's like uh, that's like a stand-up routine that someone tells you for three minutes, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, that's funny." Yeah, yeah, that that would be yeah. They just kept cutting to the same thing. It was just the same thing. A bunch of they we cut to two different people who were just a- am- amateur basketball players talking about how they're losing to professional bet. Like the best joke about it was uh when they were all sitting around the desk and saying, uh, it looks like, uh, it looks like this team's going to have a lot of trouble because of their lack of NBA players. Yes, that's right. I think the lack of NBA players is really doing something. And then we show the scores and all that very funny. And then minutes pass and it's didn't Mm -hmm. go anywhere. It's just the same thing. We get, yeah. So we get three, uh, three different people on the Sacramento Kings. First, we get, uh, Mikey Day, who is a YMCA basketball player. Uh, he, uh, they have Heidi Gardner standing on like a box next to him so that she's taller than him. And he's like, oh, wow, you're tall. How tall are you? And she's like, I'm five foot seven. <laughs> which is just, which is a great little just like joke, perfectly thrown in there. Uh, yeah. Then, then we get a bit more banter. Then we get to uh, Ariana DeBose's character. Which, uh, in which she was out at a girls' night that went to the Kings game and she got drafted to pick for it. 
they're like you've scored you're the only one who's scored uh, a foul uh, a three a free throw uh yeah. she said that she did it underhand and that she's been called for traveling fucking 39 times <laughs> yeah keep forgetting you need to bounce mm-hmm. this, Listen, the, yeah the last one oh, the sorry. last one is uh andrew dismukes as the coach uh, and he's talking about how they're getting creamed, and then he mentions that his son also got drafted, who's like nine years old, and then they have a picture of one of the Nets players fucking dunking on him hard. <laughs> and so, like, this is the thing. This is one of those bits where it just feels like you could be there, you could see on the whiteboard what the beats we want to hit are. And we say, oh, here's we're going to start with somebody that plays amateur basketball. And then we're going to move to someone that's never seen basketball. And then we're going to move to a child. Uh, and that's escalation. That's good. But, like, in practice, it turned out, like, hey, listen, sometimes in practice a joke doesn't work. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not funny. Sometimes it doesn't, like... And listen, they, it, can't, like, it can't always land. You, you Nobody has a 100% hit rate. Yeah, like it's not it's not as much as it's much as I use words that sound sciency. That's just it, it's not it's not a science. It's not <laughs> like it's not once you check all the boxes you've done it you've made a joke. And the thing is in when this one the when this when this when this joke was performed, you had to know that it wasn't escalation. It just it didn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't funny. It was because it was just a side grade each time. It was, it just, it, we just heard from three different people that weren't, weren't people that you should put up against NBA players in a basketball game. Yep. It's, it's, it's not like a child is any less should go up against a basketball <laughs> player in a basketball game than somebody that's not good at basketball. If it was a boxing match, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's like basketball. basketball. Basketball, while like a slightly physical game, isn't like that physical as far as it goes. Yeah, like let's face it, LeBron threw an elbow like a month or so ago, and it shocked the NBA world. <laughs> yeah. And there was like a fight, like a huge brawl on the middle of the court because of it. And that's like the most aggressive it's ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a... <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's enough on this sketch. Uh, yep. So then we move to the only pre-tape of the night, because uh, we have two or three just sketches that are like ten minutes long, including the monologue, which goes forever. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, this is the Urkel pre-tape. And, see, this is the one that I think, like, all right, they just nailed it. It was perfect. It, it was, they it took, was, I was shocked by how much I enjoyed it. And I, I, it, we were talking about pet peeves. I hate, uh, SNL trailers that are like cute thing, but mean. Well, I think I'm talking one... Bambi. I'm talking, uh, <laughs> uh, Grouch. I hate those <laughs> so much. You see, I and think, one... I think it, I, you see, I really liked Grouch too. Cause I think they, I think they do it perfectly where they just, where they wait for like a cultural touchstone to hit. Or, or they find the exact, like, niche that they need, like, in, uh, this one. Just because the entire, the entire thing is, is, okay, NBC, uh, rebooted Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and made it, like, kinda dark. 
what's the worst possible show we could use with this exact same idea? And they and they landed on Family Matters, which like, yeah, listen, uh, that's definitely the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like it, it worked. It was it was mm-hmm. fun. I didn't even see the commercial for Bel Air, but like, but yeah, it, it works. Yeah, it's it does its job. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It hits the beats that we want to see, and we get a "Did I do that?" Which is all yeah. I wanted from the entire trailer was just a "Did I do that?" <laughs> that was actually really good. I did like that a lot. What if I shot you in the head? Should I do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so after that, we've got, uh, the Lakatsa formal events <laughs> commercial. This is part of the duology. I think that we're one after the other where I loved the idea. I loved the performance. I think we got lost in the weeds and things feel weird. Uh, you see, I think this is one of the few where I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm in for the ride. I think this is a great sketch. <laughs> I... I don't know, maybe it's just because, like, me and Connor are both growing up in the New York metropolitan area. These commercials existed for a majority of my childhood, which is just random mom-and-pop shop airing a local commercial. (laughs) (laughs) I I loved the characters. I loved the weird things that they did. I loved that they were auctioning off their son, who will be a weird, awkward date that won't fuck your kid. (laughs) It's, it's so Sarah Sherman nails that nails that like New York Jew uh, <laughs> yelling commercial so perfectly. Yeah, no, no, she, and she's, Pete she's and Pete good. Davidson uh, just perfectly hitting all the notes as well with his like yeah type of voice. <laughs> My problem was just that I wanted. I wanted less of the sun. I wanted mm-hmm. the sun to be a highlight rather than the focus. And once we were just like constantly cutting to him, showing weird, gross shit about him. Yeah, it got. It was. It was. Yeah, it, the joke. The joke wasn't as special as it was anymore. Mm-hmm. And then we lost like the fucking limousine that was two Toyota Corollas <laughs> together. Like I wanted more of that. Yeah, I wanted way more, like, alright, what's the most budget, formal shit we can get? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it wasn't... Look, I, I think they still, like, listen, it had, it had like, it had a rule of threes about the sun, because he wouldn't know what to do. He, he wouldn't, wouldn't know, know what to, to do, do if it happened. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't know where to start, was, <laughs> I think, the line, which is so good. Yeah. Uh, shit on his lips. Oh, God. Which, uh. oh, yeah, oh. And, uh, fucking, uh, clinical swamp ass. Clinical swamp ass. The thing is, like, he had, like, three rules of threes, though. Uh, yeah. There were, like, the three weird things that were wrong with him. There was the, uh, three weird things that he did on the date with, uh, with the person that he got <laughs> to. Uh... <laughs> And then I guess get low happened three times. <laughs> it's just there was there was too much sun. We needed a little less sun, mm-hmm. like only. And I I mean a little less. I, I don't I don't need him gone. I just need like 
a couple more jokes that are look at our fun <laughs> company that sells weird shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I could definitely see like maybe oh, listen, if you want to be really special, get our aluminum foil tuxedo or some yeah. shit like that. Sure. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I think it was I think it was very good. That's easily uh, going to be second second best sketch of the night for me, probably. Fair. It was really strong. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's move on to uh, the Eric Adams Mayor of New York sketch. Oh, listen. I I don't know much about Eric Adams. I know that he's from New York. I know that he was a cop for eighty years, and I know that he and I know that he put his brother as the head of his security detail, and that yeah. is all I know. And that's all I knew about Eric Adams going into this sketch. I live in this city, and I did not know who was the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it blew my mind that I was like, "Oh, there's a new mayor now, huh?" <laughs> Oh, it was so good. It's 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 so it's reminiscent of the Key and Peele Luther the oh, yeah, Anger yeah. Translator sketch, like the sketch, but instead it's just the actual politician. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I have a really complicated relationship with this sketch, uh, based on the fact that. Chris Red does a fantastic job, like delivering this character. I loved, I loved everything. I, I, I really just, I loved sitting there and listening to him like go off. And I'm, I'm curious if there was just like an ad lib element to this where he was just, or if he was like closely in the writing room or something. But like, I mean, he, he had, he definitely helped write this because there's no yeah. way that anyone else came up with, I'm saucy, I'm dripping in swagoo. <laughs> <laughs> he just, it just really, really good. I feel like there were no like rails to this sketch. There were no, there was no. <laughs> well, yeah. Listen, listen, sketch. listen. The sketch, the sketch was Chris Red yelling at people, <laughs> uh, which is fun. But I just, I was, I was constantly like, "What's going? Where, where are we going? What's the point? What's the? I want, I want this, I want this character back because he can, he's got it, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> but I do want." any direction in this sketch. I think I think that uh, if Eric Adams is to return it'll definitely be in a more focused sketch because this is a just because he just became mayor like in January he became mayor so this is the first time that they actually get to reference the fact that there's a new mayor sure okay Which, now the thing is like this 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 character was essentially a fucking uh uh a maniac uh, i i loved everything well, no, about yes <laughs> yes no but i'm saying this character was essentially a uh a weekend update uh feature mm -hmm. and he got a whole sketch and i don't think he's ready for, he, I he's ready for a whole sketch i don't think uh we wrote this any differently than we wrote uh we would have written a uh fucking uh feature mm -hmm. i think that's the problem I think he yeah. was a feature, and it was played like a sketch. And it was played as a sketch. 
Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. There's just, there's just so much there. Like his Bronx assistant who keeps hopping on the mic for him too. Oh, yeah, no, she's great. Uh, there's so much. There's so much that I loved in the sketch, and I think I'm willing to look past the fact that it is just Chris Red yelling for ten minutes. And just shout out to like the fucking host who's just constantly every time she's on, she's got a different voice, a different character. Mm-hmm. She is hitting. She's hitting the uh, the fucking. Uh, the, she is. She's hitting an SNL. She's being an SNL host in a way that you don't you rarely see. Yeah. it's it's the kind of like actually wanting to participate. I want them to bring her back when uh, half of the writers aren't dead. I guess. Yeah. Right. Uh, like I don't know. <laughs> when. You know, you know, it's it's the thing with SNL where they kind of have a hard time getting rolling again after breaks, and once you get like two or three weeks into a run, that's when it starts moving again. And so, like, I'd love to see her back in like a middle middle of a run. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of the writing just seems a little like, mm, you know, we could have used another week. Yeah, it's it's just it's hazy. Unfortunately, you don't you don't get that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Actually, no. This is the only time where you could have had another week. You know, you know, I know you're right, but <laughs> All right. So after after the Eric Adams sketch, we get the first Bleachers song. Oh, my god. So so T is a big fan of Bleachers. I and, like Bleachers too, and she's and she's like a fan of Jack Antonoff, the lead singer. I think that's his name. I could be entirely wrong and mispronouncing it, because uh, he was, sure. he was also part of Fun, and he's known as he produces a lot of Taylor Swift, Lord, and other and other uh, female singers in that genre. I think he might do Adele as well. I could be wrong, okay. but like he does a lot of them. Uh but. On the other hand, it's got to be weird being the least talented member of your own band, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking brutal. (laughs) Oh, listen, listen. I wish nothing. I wish nothing but happiness and success for him in all of his endeavors. But oh my god, for let's let's start first off. He's wearing he's wearing a white t shirt and fucking blue jeans with the t shirt tucked in because because his hero must be Bruce Springsteen. No, he's definitely going for that. Like, that's I mean, listen, the... listen. He made his own E Street Band, and much like Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band is way better than the fucking lead guy. God damn! I still, I listen. I know, I know. A lot of people from Jersey are going to be coming at me for not liking <laughs> Bruce. I like, I like the song "Glory Days," and that's it. Give me Bon Jovi, Frank Sinatra, Frankie Valli, and a million other fucking Jersey artists. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you kicked a fucking hornet's nest. I'm mm-hmm. not ready for this. I'm not ready for Billy Hate Mail to fill up this quick. <laughs> listen, listen, you want to tell me that my music opinions suck? Email us at billyhatemail at gmail.com. That's B-I-L-L-Y-H-A-T-E-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. Uh, let's face it, dude. If someone if someone writes me and it's a funny fucking like thing, I'll definitely read it on air because... Let's face it, we have no listeners, so what's so who's going to complain? We've got a soft five listeners. <laughs> oh. but, uh, yeah, the saxophone. No, the fact that he had, like, the saxophones. 
uh, a guitar player who's obviously better than him, his own his own Stevie Van Zandt. <laughs> it was I. I'm not as uh, as anti. So first off, the man looks like a dork. He's going around dancing like it, he dresses up like fucking like uh, uh, Stanley from Streetcar, and he, he's he just he looks like he's performing. <laughs> At his own fucking bar mitzvah, like he's he's a child. He's he looks like it, like and that's fine. Like you can be a dork and a really good singer, but it highlights your dorkiness when you try to like pull off this like fucking what Springsteen ass look, and then you do and and it's hard to like get. I, I I'm enjoying myself in this first one because he looks like he's having the time of his life. And I respect that. I'm happy for that. He goes up, he does that thing where he like pulls up somebody from the band and he's like, you guys go up front and then they do it. And then he stands up in front of the drummer and like does some weird hip gyrations that like he's not fully in support of because again, this man is, I, I he's, he, he looks, he looks like, <laughs> he's like, he's like the fucking nerd character at the end of a feel good, uh, coming of age movie doing a big musical performance and it still kind of doesn't work but you're happy he's come out of his shell has no one, like that's what he yeah. looks like has no one sat down with him and been like you need to get a better haircut <laughs> god damn it so like again i i love i love that he's having fun him having fun made me have fun um he looks like a dork um <laughs> and i like his music i do he looks like a dork. And mm -hmm. the more he tries to play this angle, the more he looks like a dork. And as as it goes on, the novelty of him having the time of his life wears off, and it's just him dragging me into his fantasy that's never going to work. Ugh. I can't wait till we get to the second one, because I have a fun tidbit for that song. Oh, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad, because the second one was officially where I gave up. I was like, I, you had the first one, I thought you were going to do a, a costume change and play the next one straight. Nope. No, he just thinks that this more, is... More, that Bruce, this is his, more Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll move on to Weekend Update He first. doesn't even make Bruce Springsteen music, like, I don't get it. I don't know, that's, that second song fucking sounded like one. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying I'm on I'm on fucking Spotify right now, and the top five songs sound nothing like. That. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Chinatown featuring Bruce Springsteen. Mm -hmm. That is that is the second that's song. That's the, that's the song that he played. Oh my god, that's insane! <laughs> I have no idea. That was gonna be my fun tip. If he normally plays the the song that he plays the second for the second uh, one with Bruce Springsteen normally. Oh my god! <laughs> so of course it sounds like a Springsteen song. Jesus Christ. Fuck me. Uh, Alright, so we get into Weekend Update, and we see we see where the writing staff put all of its effort for the week. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy, did they come back spicy. Oh, yeah. Well, they three pedophile jokes in one night is enough. Is a <laughs> Even for SNL, that's a lot. <laughs> SNL, that's a lot. Uh, it was it was really fun. It uh -huh. was a really good time. It always is. It's it's a it's a stand. It's it's a solid thing to hitch to. I'm going to. Uh, I don't like making it sketch of the night, and I think that there are things that uh, this one this one didn't make me as mad 
as the others, so I, I, I won't I won't give it to it this time, but uh, it still made me laugh the most and uh, be upset the least, so uh, yeah, it's worth noting. Uh, we get the the only, there's only one featured performer. Uh, Chloe Feynman comes on as Elmo. Apparently Elmo's been getting in a feud with Rocco. <laughs> Uh, I wish I wish I was on the part of the internet that that saw this, <laughs> just because it seems like it's just like a fun thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like Feynman does a good Elmo impression. Yep. Uh, and then uh, they bring. I out... like that she like she can move her face in a way that feels like. Yeah, she she almost yeah she made herself kind of look like a Muppet. Yeah, it, it was really impressive. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, they talk about, uh, Elmo talks about how, uh, he's sorry, he wrote, he wrote a big Instagram apology, (laughs) uh, and then they're like, yeah, uh, so we also have Rocco, and they bring Rocco out, he's in his own mini chair on the desk. (laughs) I, I think that this was, like, a very, this is very good for when you want to introduce your five-year-old to SNL. (laughs) You can you can you can show them this and be like, look, they made one for you. <laughs> they did uh, they did a the solid. I think the solidest joke was uh, was Elmo comes on and says how he wants to be the host of SNL, and then and then he's like, wait, why is Rocco even here? How did Rocco get a COVID test? First off. Because he doesn't have a respiratory system. <laughs> uh, anyway, Rocco, why is Rocco uh, hosting next week? Um, and is both the host and, and uh, musical, musical guest. guest. <laughs> I can't wait to review that episode. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, big Rocco. Honestly, fan. Rocco's got chops. I'm uh, <laughs> as long as like Rocco shows up, I think mm-hmm. uh, I think they're gonna nail it. Anyway, solid. It's a solid bit. Uh, Elmo tries to kill Rocco and then apologizes, and then Rocco gets uh, the exit introduction <laughs> instead of Elmo, which I thought was a good gag. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, so that's Weekend Update as a whole. Uh, solid time. Definitely go check it out. Uh, next, we get uh, a musical sketch, but not West Side Story. Instead, we decided to do the sound of music. Ron and... Maria. <laughs> you know what? I didn't. I didn't make. I didn't make the connection. That's actually really good. If they were just like, "Whoops, we used the wrong Maria." <laughs> this was another uh, gas leak. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I will say. I will say. The funniest part was them all having British accents in Austria in 1938. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. The funniest part for me is. Uh, well, I'll. I'll do a. Basically, I'll try my best to explain what happens in this sketch. Uh, so, uh, I believe we're going to a house that isn't the Von Trapps. Next door, uh, yeah. Different, yes. Okay, so there is a there is a mansion next to the Von Trapp mansion um, that has an identical situation to the first one, and so uh, Maria <laughs> is currently uh, booked solid with uh, escaping from the Nazis and uh, teaching kids to sing. Uh, so she's uh, she's picked another person that was uh, dropped from uh, dropped from a nunnery for uh, uh, eccentric behavior, um, and uh, and uh, uh, so they start doing the Doa Deer song, um, 
and uh, she doesn't want to do the lyrics that 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 Maria set up, so she just kind of sings. No, I I think the joke is the lyrics, but different. Um, I, so they I, do th- I think the joke I think the joke joke is that maybe trusting people who were kicked out of the nunnery uh, to teach your children isn't a good idea because yeah, sometimes you get Maria von Trapp, and then sometimes you get. Frau Hirschmein or whatever. It was weird, but like, it's not that she's a bad teacher. It's just like we sing, we sing Doa Deer a bunch of times, but we pick things that aren't yeah. the ones that were originally sung, and then we go through. And the the funniest joke is uh where they uh, uh La T and Fa are all <laughs> Queen Latifah, but a different part of her name. Mm-hmm. That was very good. Uh, <laughs> My favorite, my favorite part about that is immediately after uh, Maria von Trapp yes. goes, uh, goes and fucking uh, played by Kate McKinnon goes goes to her and is like, "You used Queen Latifah three times," and she's like, "All right, so what'd you use for law? <laughs> A note to follow, so mm, pretty lazy." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did that, and then then the kid that hasn't uh, hasn't spoke till since they've seen their mother's uh, uh, gruesome, gruesome death, death uh, uh, start wants to sing, and then starts singing the regular song, and then gets corrected because uh, the regular song is dumb. Um, and yeah. then uh, and then Keenan comes out and starts singing Edelweiss, but about fast food. Mm-hmm. And that's the end. And I'm not mad. I'm just confused, right? Like, like, like there we, wasn't a joke. We just came out and we sang two songs wrong, and we all left. Yeah, like, listen. If it was weird, listen. If if the host was like Weird Al, it makes sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you make a good point. But but the host isn't Weird Al. He's not even the musical guest. <laughs> It's just a randomly let's do fucking sound of music instead of West Side Story. Instead of they could have yeah they could have just taken the time that they've done to make this sketch to do a West Side Story sketch where they just change the lyrics of West Side Story songs. But you don't understand, Philly. We already built the set for Annie, and there's no part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's no and there's no grand entrance hall in West Side Story because it's about poor people. <laughs> That's gotta be it, right? right? <laughs> Yeah, listen, listen, listen. SNL has a history of doing like a bunch of fucking sound of music sketches. Oh my god! So <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> they and they also do a bunch of Annie sketches too because they have that set piece just <laughs> built already, so they gotta use it. As, <laughs> they must have cost fucking like a million plus dollars because they've been using <laughs> it for five years. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it was unfocused. The joke was, eh, at best, because <laughs> it wasn't even like, oh, they were doing, oh, they were doing like really close or very funny like words. Yeah. No, it's just we're we're like we're changing the words and changing the tempo at which we say words normally in order to fit the song. Yes. Yes. Also, what is with this fucking obsession with Homer Simpson? Hey, that's J- that's James Austin Johnson. It has to be because he's the one who does well, all the Homer Simpson. It has to be because he just showed up, and all we talk about are the Simpsons. And I gotta say it again. I don't know if I've actually said it. He does the worst Homer Simpson impression <laughs> I've ever seen in my fucking life. But he needs to do it. 
I oh. get, I, we need to stop. Someone needs to stop him. He's, he's good with impressions, but you wouldn't know it because all he does is his worst impression. <laughs> oh. Anyway, after after that sketch, uh, we get the second Bleachers uh, song, which is a song that he normally performs with Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, which makes sense because when I first heard it, I straight up was like, is this just Born to Run? <laughs> Because as I'm listening to him, I'm just like, yeah, I could hear, I could hear Bruce Springsteen being like, <laughs> oh, so that's why he mumbled into the microphone. It has to be right because because he's trying to be Bruce Springsteen, and Bruce God, Springsteen yeah. can't sing like a normal fucking person. So why should he? <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just stating facts. If listen, I'm not the one who decided that. Was like an acceptable way to do Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> this is like that, like that phase in Justin Bieber's career where he was being taught by Usher, so he just like wanted to be Usher for a while. Except Justin Bieber was a child, and this man is an adult, <laughs> and he's at least forty years old. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my! You know, you know who, you know what his look reminds me of. You what? know, uh, what's his name? Uh, the the nerdy kid in Tropic Thunder. I still haven't seen Tropic Thunder. Oh, it's pretty good, but like the <laughs> the nerdy kid in Tropic Thunder is absolutely what he looks like. Also, listen, we just only got roasts for him. <laughs> only got, and again, can't. This is the first person that like came on as a musical guest since we started this, that, like, I actively listen to their music. I, I enjoy <laughs> listening to his music. This performance was unwatchable. <laughs> oh. So... I had secondhand embarrassment. He was, like, a he was an office gag. Yeah, like, I was like, I didn't know SNL did cringe humor. <laughs> I know! <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's enough talk on bleachers. <laughs> Listen, it's unfortunate that the only time the musical guest gets any time on this podcast is when they're bad. <laughs> well, yeah, because if they're good, we like we don't know enough to say why yeah. they're good. It's just like, yeah, they're really good. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. That's that's all I'm qualified to say. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll get someone to pre-record a review of the music for us, and we can just play that. <laughs> That'd be, yeah, that would be. Uh, Honestly, anyway. Actually, when we talk about the musical guests, we are almost always talking about their clothing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> True. Their gear is the most important part. Uh, Alright, so so after that we get uh, we get the Cornell uh, Sappho lecture. Yeah, it was a solid sketch. Listen, it's a solid sketch filled with quality, quality lesbian jokes. And, like, listen, they're a little lazy, but, like, you know, listen, they're still fine. Yeah, no, it's like the presentation. Listen, the jokes are pretty much, like, they get they have sandals, uh, they they move extremely fast in relationships, uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, a, and yeah, a lot of pets. Like, yeah, they, listen, they, they, all... hit, they hit all three, and <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, they also hit... They also hit uh, the solid artifacts of an old water bottle. <laughs> a Nalgene. A Nalgene one uh -huh. liter. 
and then uh, the, uh, <laughs> the the X Files bit, uh-huh. and then uh, and then the lyrics to I don't know that, that song. song. Yeah, I'll be, I don't know that song either. I know like yeah. like I know the song, but I don't know it at all. <laughs> yeah, I imagine like yeah, I just imagine yeah. some people in the writing room. Uh, knocked off a bunch of really easy jokes. Like, I assume, you know, there's probably... Someone's, someone on staff has to be a lesbian and was writing that. I mean, Kate and McKinnon, then, right? Yeah, I, I don't know enough about her life, but uh, I believe it, sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it just it just seemed like uh, somebody rattled off a bunch of jokes, put it in a framing device, yep. and it works. Yeah. I got no notes. Listen, it's... It's like, it was not a gas leak sketch. I'll give yeah. you that. It listen, was, listen, it was very. Clear, it might have very poor, straightforward. Listen, it might have been. It might have been fucking t-ball compared to the major leagues. But <laughs> listen, listen. Sometimes you just need to hit a home run. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and then, <laughs> then we get ten minutes to one, which is the most gas leak sketch I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, the long, <laughs> the Longhorn Texas Steakhouse. <laughs> They're, okay, so here's the well, the problem is uh, with this sketch. Okay, here's the rundown of this sketch. Everybody says things. They say them <laughs> loudly and they say them in voices. Yeah, they say. I them... can't even say Texas voices. So uh, this is the thing. If it seems, it, it is possible that this is supposed to be the Texan version of the Californians. And if you're from Texas, you're laughing your ass off because you know a lot of people that sound like this. Mm-hmm. I hope that's what it is, because otherwise I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. Listen, listen, I have to, We, I think we have to go forward assuming that this is 100% based, I don't know, uh, I don't know where Ariana DeBose is from. She could be from the Texas area. I know Heidi Gardner is from the Kansas City area. Which is nearby, so sure. she could have experience with it. Uh, but like I, 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 ha- we have to assume that this is like a very hyper specific region that they yeah. are just like taking and showing to the world. But oh my, I guess. Uxol Boomhauer is kind of. <laughs> Like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Oops, all boom power is definitely, uh, definitely the sketch as a whole. Because there's at no point do I really understand what anyone is trying to say. I saw the sketch twice. I have heard every word twice, and I still like could barely tell you what each of the characters is saying or doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh- like Heidi Gar- and even then, like even the parts that I could easily understand what they're trying to do, don't make sense. Fucking, it's like uh, Heidi Gardner's character comes in and says, "There are two empty bottles of A one steak sauce. Get on it!" And then no one changes what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like. Yeah, they didn't hand her two full bottles to go replace them. They didn't like. She didn't bring in the bottles for them to fill with sauce. And then, and then just more characters start jumping in with, like, equally Boomhauer voices that you can't understand. And they're saying just, like, the most inane random shit that doesn't matter. I think, I think this, I'm getting cake sketch vibes. It's not, the problem is I don't think it's a cake sketch because it's not like, 
Because I still, like, giggled. Well, the thing is, like, I I want... I I guess, yeah, but I I like the idea... If this is the Californians but in Texas, I'm excited. That that concept makes me make makes me happy. I wanna I wanna play that. It's it's I don't know if the energy wasn't there. I don't know if if it, like the like the uh, like the mayor of New York City bit um, that the uh, the the it just didn't have rails and it didn't have anything to like any direction to go. I don't know what it was. But it, it didn't it was lagging in a way that it just it couldn't mm-hmm. it couldn't do for its own success. Yeah, it was definitely a fucking like mashed potato as where it just kinda plopped and then kinda spread, but no yeah. like shape or substance was made. Yeah. And I like they made they made silly noises. And listen, <laughs> listen, listen, was I giggling when fucking Andrew Dismukes <laughs> gave like a minute long speech that I couldn't <laughs> understand? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I giggled. Well, it was fun. Yeah, listen, it, it takes a, it takes a stronger man than I not to giggle at silly noises. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, yeah, like I'm, I'm we're not hot. I want to be there. I'm, I'm, I'm almost more upset at the fact that I don't like this sketch because I mm-hmm. should like this sketch. I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, I want to so much. Anyway, that's the 10 minutes to 1 sketch. Uh, if you watched it live, then, like, you were probably sleep-deprived enough to giggle. Sounds right. Uh, Alright. Uh, let's move into the awards section. Uh, every week we give out uh, two awards. Offensive Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week. Offensive Player of the Week is someone who uh, provided the most in sketches, adding in uh, being, like, a main character, basically, in, like, a lot of sketches and actively making choices and doing things uh, to further along sketches. Uh, so, this week, uh, my offensive player of the week is going to be Chris Red. Yeah. Chris Red yes. brought, uh, he brought Urkel. Uh, he did uh, a Steve Urkel perfectly. Uh, really, like, and he even nailed, like, the genre of it where it's, like... He, even though, even though he's playing fucking Urkel, he's playing it as like, no, this is Urkel, but serious. I'm, I'm an actor getting my shot to play Urkel, but serious. That's my job. (laughs) Which I think was perfect for it. (laughs) And him in the fucking Eric Adams sketch is so goddamn funny. He, without, without him, that sketch flops. Like if it's Keenan Thompson. Without him, it's not a sketch. Yeah. Without him, it's not. He 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 elevated that from he elevated that from nonsense, t- ten seconds to one sketch to this is almost a sketch. Mm-hmm. Single handedly. Single handed. Well, not single handedly. Yes, but like did an excellent job as well. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna be my. Is that also your offensive player? Yes. Uh, same reasons. Uh, the the that. Uh, just really, really impressive performance in that. Um, you're right. Um, a lot of uh, it's. It might be the reason why I don't like a lot of these uh, um, uh, uh, silly thing made serious uh, 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 trailer sketches uh, because it doesn't get played straight enough, and there's too many winks, and it just doesn't. Uh, and he played it completely straight, and it was successful because of that. I I wasn't. 
I wasn't laughing as much as I would for another thing because again I still don't like the genre of sketch but he made it a successful it was it was a successful sketch it it, it did what it need it did what it wanted to and it was because of his performance that he he did an excellent job tonight mhm uh so now we'll move on to <coughs> uh, still getting over the covid a little bit so yeah, excuse me good. people <laughs> you should have should have gotten a test before you uh, came into the office today no, the thing is, is that I'm past the 10 days, so I'm not contagious anymore, no matter what. <laughs> uh, that's what the doctor told me, that I am not a medical <laughs> professional. <laughs> Although maybe if we just start giving out vaccine misinformation, we'll get big like Rogan. Hey. Nah, Listen, nah, 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 nah. Unless, unless, unless someone pays us, once again, millions of dollars, in which yeah, case, so we'll say whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, we'll move on to Defensive Player of the Week. This is, uh, this is someone who generally plays more of a straight man character, uh, helps keep sketches, bad sketches afloat, really adds in for, uh, good sketches. Uh, Connor, do you want to go first for Defensive? I have Dismukes. I have Dismukes, too. Yeah. I can't believe Uh, that we're gonna be on the same page for Offensive and Defensive Player. It's just so obvious, though. It is. It is. Uh, I liked his. Uh, I liked his role as. Uh, uh, considering he was the star of the show in the the uh, prom dress uh, sketch, mm-hmm. and he uh, he he did it. He was. He, he people. <laughs> the jokes were cut to this asshole. Every time we cut to this asshole, he was exactly what he needed to be in yep. that scene. He's the he one. Had, he's the one yeah. who brings the multiverse in for the cold open yes. to give us that part. Uh, he, his, his speech at the end of the Longhorn Steakhouse, uh, is, is, like, definitely got me to laugh the most, because he just took what everyone was fucking saying, and just, like, said it on repeat. Yep. Uh, what else was he in? I feel like there was one that I'm missing after that, but, oh, he was also the coach on the NBA one, and he was like, yeah, you know, I just kind of hope me and my son get COVID so we can leave, which is, like, a solid line. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, he's definitely, like, he definitely kept uh, the show afloat a lot for this one. I cannot wait for him to become, uh, instead of uh, instead of a featured, he becomes a repertory member. Yeah, what, he's, what is the difference between? Uh, generally, okay. uh, yeah, it's, it's generally, it's like it's like how we have a Prenti. Oh, okay. Except, you. except, you know, if they're good, they can just do whatever they want, as opposed to our rigid system. <laughs> uh gotten way less rigid because of covid but <laughs> that's good it was uh-huh. fun system. a little bit yeah uh but uh yeah i would like to give a third award Ooh. um to uh ariana debose uh, i call it the ariana debose memorial ariana De- no ariana no we're not we're not we're not doing a memorial for someone who's still alive <laughs> i love doing memorials for people who are still alive. we can do it for john uh, lovitz but <laughs> The the Ariana DeBose uh, deserved better award mm-hmm. um, in that uh, uh, she she was trying her fucking best and she was given nothing. <laughs> yup. Listen, uh, I uh, yeah, like I said, I would love to see her come back uh, not from a break and instead when like when the machine is in for is in like full gear. Because uh, I feel like I feel like listen, she gave her all in everything that she was in. It's yep. just that the writing wasn't great. 
And there's like, and there's so many nights where we get, well, not so many nights. It, people have gotten better about it, but there's, there's no shortage of nights where an actor will phone it in or mm-hmm. an actor uh, just isn't as good at this as other yeah. people are. She could do it. You could toss her anything. She could have been an offensive player of the week if you gave her anything mm-hmm. in a night where the sketches were better. Yeah. Uh, all in all, uh, I think that... Uh, oh, Sketch of the Night. Yes, yes, Sketch of the Night. Uh, sketch of the Night is just our favorite sketch. Uh, generally, it'll be a good sketch, although sometimes it's a bad sketch with our Sketch of the Night. Connor is historic <laughs> for picking trash Damn. fucking sketches. You're you're just mad because that horse made me happier than you ever could. Yeah, listen, I'm still upset that that horse made you happier than I ever could feel. But (laughs) but it's fine. Uh, For me, I'm going to go with the Eric Adams sketch as my sketch of the night. I loved it. Uh, There's something something about, like, pure pure New York energy of of that (laughs) sketch. The fact that he like was like, listen, I ain't no Bill de Blasio, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> it was so funny to me. <laughs> all in all, all in all, quality sketch. Uh, definitely my sketch of the night. Connor, what about you? I don't know. I really don't. I, uh... I really like that sketch. It's too unfocused for me to give it sketch of the night. Um... Guess... I guess it's the Joe Biden cold open. I was not, I was not excited about, like, I, there was a lot of interesting ideas going around this night. Nothing shown to me in like, this is the sketch. This is it. I love this. There was always something that made me upset. At least, Uh, at least at the end of the cold open, you were excited for the rest of the show. Exactly. (laughs) And you said it yourself. It, there was there was a lot of fluff in there, but it had a strong beginning, middle, and end. It it was it was it was it it made me laugh, and I also wasn't frustrated at the the general structure of the whole thing. So I'll yeah. I'll give it to that. All right, uh, yeah. Listen, I think that's a fair. Cold opens generally get have a tough time breaking in to sketch of the night. Yeah, it's true. Uh, listen, I think I think cold opens are one of the hardest things to get right on SNL. Uh, and they they definitely did good enough this week, which on a on a gas leak fucking night can win you a sketch of the night. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, true. All right, uh, we'll be back next week uh, with Will Forte as a host. Uh, next, uh, yeah, next week. Uh, until then, uh, stay safe. Uh, like like they said on the show, one hundred percent of America has COVID, <laughs> <laughs> so be careful. Uh, uh, and yeah, yeah, don't don't watch Spider Man. Wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. <laughs> no, then... really, don't watch Spider Man. I don't know. I might watch Spider Man again. I'll be the honest. president was very clear. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say don't go to theaters. <laughs> he said anyway. don't. He said stop watching Spider Man. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yep, uh, until then, support local comedy, uh, and have a wonderful rest of your day. So long.